Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the main event. You hear me, Daniel. And Aaron. And we have the final group preview. Group D, Aaron. I think we've saved the best to last, personally. We've been building up to whoever this keeper is. Yes, who is this goalkeeper? Is it? We, we've, the whole time we've been like, why has anyone picked this goalkeeper? Why is anyone... What? 20% have picked this goalkeeper? Why would anyone do that? We are gonna. Re- we are gonna reveal all. I mean, it's pro- it's probably obvious at this point who the yes. goalkeeper is. It? <laughs> yes, Ramiro. Is it Schlager? Is it Suarez? Is it Trubin? Or is it Summer? Comment below. Summer loving happens so fast. <laughs> yes, we're going straight to cozy jaws after this. Um. Comment, see which one you think it is before we reveal all on the podcast. In the meantime, as well, if you think you already know, please don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, I can never get this out. Like and subscribe to the main event, as well as Gallagher Shots. Let's dive in before I butcher how to say subscribe all over again. It's just too much of a mouthful for me, Aaron. Don't judge. Okay. I can't do it. You try saying it really fast, 10 times. I'm good. So... <laughs> Um, I think that this group is really interesting. I think that there's going to be not a clear-cut favorite. Yes, I disagree. I think there is a clear-cut favorite. I think there is an outstanding favorite in this group. It'd be interesting. Who we think? I I think Inter are the outstanding team in this group. Yeah. Real Sociedad, I think, will cause an upset. I think Real Sociedad last season might have. All right, let's go into it. Should we start with Inter then? Let's start with Inter. Last year's finalists. um, Obviously got rid of Onana. uh, Brought in Sommer, who... Is everyone's goalkeeper? Yay! Four and a half million goalkeeper playing in front of a back three of Benjamin Pavard, Seven de Vrij, and Bastoni. Like, yes. 25% owned. Take my money. Yep, it just needs to be done. Um, I think the fact that defence is solid. They had the most clean sheets last year. They've not conceded at all in the league. Uh, but it depends when you're watching this. Uh, and unfortunately, they've just lost to AC Milan. Um, <laughs> but DeMarco, 5.5. And Dumfries, 5.5, I think, are the standouts. Yes. This is just blatantly, like, the best team to try and get players out of. There's, like... With every team, I've got like a list as long as my arm of, well, you maybe could have him or you could maybe have him. There's like five players I actually want. If I could own them all, it would be good. I think there's actually six players that I want because Bastoni is such a beast on this game at centre-back. He's the same price as DeMarco and Dumfries at 5.5, but he will get player of the match awards. He might get assists from set pieces. Also, his distribution is good enough to get assists anyway. He will gobble ball recoveries. Kid's ridiculous. He might, he's up there with one of the best centre-backs in the world. Certainly young centre-backs in the world. He's absolutely outstanding. And I think he's, I think their defence is going to be even better with De Vrij in there, of course. Fair play to him, Maturby, 
did play well last year, but I still think to rise a step up. And with Pavard coming in eventually, I think, for Darmian, I think that's going to be a step up. Obviously, Darmian then might sort of chop and change with Dumfries at right wing back. But Dumfries had a good start of the season, a goal and assist. Uh, DeMarco, also a good start of the season, two assists. Gun to your head, Aaron. Second time I put a gun to your head in the last two days. You can only pick one, DeMarco or Dumfries. A DeMarco based on early substitution. because <laughs> that Lock was, the clean sheet. So that was his bread and butter. But he, even though Dumfries has scored more, DeMarco has gotten the attack and returns spread across most games. So it's not like a flash in the pan. Uh, I think there's less, even though he does get early subbed, I think there's less risk to his starting position. Dumfries could just be dropped. Yeah. Um, because you've got Darmian, but also Pavard is good. At that Like, what if Darmian plays right centre-back and then Pavard is the right wing-back? Like, that's yeah, also Yeah, that's true. Option. That is actually true, yeah. So, um, but I don't think there's that for DeMarco. Uh, and, and plus, he's, he's a great, great player, especially in the big occasions. I think he's a fantastic player. I'm gutted. even though he's getting the blame uh, over the international break for Italy. But... Is he really come to England, Federico? I uh, he's he was my number one transfer target for Newcastle in the summer from the from the get go. He's the one player that I wanted when when the season ended last year. CLB. I think um, Bastoni's a better pick than Dumfries. Don't shoot me. I just think if you look at the course of six games, I think Dumfries is going to get more points. Sorry, I think Bastoni's going to get more points than Dumfries. Just because, yeah, Dumfries is explosive. Dumfries is like a Tuesday night captaincy pick. Bastoni isn't. But unless you're going to be one of those players that do that, then I think you just go for Bastoni and pick up somewhere in the region of four to ten points every game based on ball recoveries. In the clean sheet. That'd be my suggestion. Moving into midfield, there is one one standout option here. So let's just quickly Barella. Run. How much is Barella? Seven million? No. No. We all know Turam. Yes. Six point five playing as the striker. Correct. So their midfield three is Barella, Chalinoglu, and Mkhitaryan. I can't believe he still plays football. And I just can't believe you got the pronunciations like that. How? I can't say subscribe, but I can't say players' names fine somehow. I, I'll never be able to do it again. I'm not saying Hakan's name ever again. Uh, but yeah, I don't think any of them are really worth it. Uh, Chalanoglu is a penalty taker by the looks of it, which kind of diminishes Lataro Martinez's appeal. But at 9 million, Martinez with five goals, is looking absolutely brilliant. Aaron, don't pick him so that the rest of us can enjoy him, please. Don't be selfish. Stay away from him. Get Lewandowski this time so Lataro can score all the so goals. You know, you know how I mentioned before about Serie A fantasy? Yes. Guess who hasn't owned Lataro? <laughs> We're witnessing history, people. You're welcome. For anyone that doesn't watch our podcast, you hear as a Gallagher Shots watcher, uh, Aaron 
historically has been totally mugged off by Lautaro Martinez. Every time. Every time. To a point where literally every season you'll put him in his team and it's always at the expense of Robert Lewandowski who will just bang in goals and I'll spend the group stages just gleefully laughing in his face, essentially. And the fact that you haven't picked him and now he's doing well, keep your greasy fingers off him. He's ours. Go for Lewandowski. Are you going to go for Lewandowski? No. Um, Kane, Haaland, Ossiman. Oh, that's my front three. Oh, I might have to get rid of Harry Kane. I can't be dealing with you jinxing any of them. But as you have... The only time, to... Yeah, the only time I had Lotaro and he's done well was against AC Milan. Sums you up, you deserve it for having him against your own team. Uh, but you're right, Turam is a 6.5 million midfielder in the game. He's playing as a striker. He has a goal, two assists, and has won a penalty in the last two games. You're welcome. Like, just take him. Just don't question it. He needs to be more than 4% owned. Yeah, it's insanity. I, I have absolutely no idea what's going on. But it's a cheat code. If you're watching this and your mates aren't, you've got a mini league or whatever, you want to do well, stick them in, have them on us. Free advice. He's in my team. I'm, I'm assuming he's in yours. Yeah. Have you got an, a triple up? N- no, just uh, DeMarco and Turam. So you don't have Summer? Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, what? What? Yeah, I've got that triple up. It's the one reason why I don't have Lataro Martinez because physically can't get him in otherwise. On their opponents, dun, dun, dun. Real Sociedad, last year were class. Such a good team. Really attacking, but also nicely balanced as well. They weren't, you know, like Union Berlin, wild going forward. Not a great start of the season. In their opening four games, they've had three draws and a win. So it's not be, it's not been terrible either. The the unbeaten, some might say, but I think obviously just one win and four. You can spin it however way you want to spin it for your own confirmation bias and whether they're going to be good or bad. To try and get through a few of the assets, uh, we'll talk about how they play. It's basically, it's a four three three. Ramiro's the goalkeeper who's a four million goalkeeper. I think he is someone that if summer fails to prove he's worth at 4.5, people could go to moving forward once they start getting Tuesday fixtures. So you can have him as a bit of a punt and then maybe go for a four and a half, five, five and a half million goalkeeper on the other day. But I don't think he's a match day one A against Inter Milan, B as a Wednesday keeper, C when you have Jan Sommer in your team because obviously you want keepers up play on different days. The right-back's Triore and a... But Kieran Tinia, uh, Tinia? Kieran Tierney. How did I get that one wrong? <laughs> um, Kieran Tierney has been signed from Arsenal. He's just slotted straight into left back. They've sort of conceded more with him there, but they've also started scoring more. Mendes has been playing centre midfield with Zubimendi and Turrientes, although Marino's came in again. Next, ex Jordi legend, Mikel Marino, very, very good player. 
not actually been playing well this season, but he was excellent last year. Kubo, Japanese player, formerly of Real Madrid, right winger. He started really well. Three goals and an assist in his four games. So I think he could be maybe, maybe a good pick. However, left wing, Baronetia, that is spelt with an X. There is an X. Look for the Real Sociedad player with an X in his name. Left wing, he has two goals from a forward position where all of these players have been classified as forwards for whatever reason, but he's a four and a half million midfielder. I find a borderline egregious not having him in my team to make sure I've got money elsewhere when the game is just gifting me this Charles de Kettle every gen. Up front is Luna or Ayaratzabal, uh, who also can't play left wing, right wing. He's played plays everywhere. But he only has an assist all season, so I don't know whether he's going to come back in. Aaron, any thoughts on Sociedad and their assets? I just think that we're writing them off. Like I, I just feel like they're because they're pot four, like they are just regarded as the weakest team in the group. Um, uh, there's not any. There's only four players that have more than zero percent percent like selected by Tierney, Marino, Ramiro, Kubo. Kubo is being the most owned is three percent, and it just shows that like we're kind of we don't really know a lot about them, but I think they could be a team that we target in later match days for a wild card, especially with the prices. I think they aren't the weakest team in the group. You think they are? No, I don't think they are. No, oh, I think right. Salzburg oh. are. Yeah. I think Real Sociedad will run Benfica out of the wild. I think they're better. I, I think they'll beat Benfica. I think Benfica have individual class. Benfica have got some quality players. Like Ang- Angel Di Maria just doesn't age. So I think they'll find it difficult, but they they could get second above Benfica. The issue is, is what Inter Milan first game, which is what I think people are going to try and stay clear of. I don't fully understand the picks other than the running theme that I know X player, therefore I'm going to choose that player. Tierney and Marino. Wild picks. They're what they're they're very strange picks. I don't even know what Tierney's price is on the game. I imagine it's quite Five. cheap. Five million. If someone, if you if you have Kieran Tierney in your team, please comment below why. I'll respect why, whatever reason it is. I think it's sort of madness, personally. Uh, Kubo does look like a good good pick. How much is he in? Is he a, Five is he, is he a forward. forward? Is he a forward? That's the problem. I was wondering, I was like, wait there a minute. This doesn't seem right. And that's the thing, Kubo and Baronetia are both playing the same position essentially, just one on the right, one on the left. One's a midfielder, one's a forward. So I'm not entirely sure where the, the... midfielder's cheaper. Like... Yeah. That's a no-brainer. I know that I don't think he's as good as Kubo. I think Kubo's a better player. I think Kubo's a better asset, but you're not putting Kubo in your team because of all the other forwards that you've got available. Um whereas with the midfielder, four and a half million. I think once you start getting into Salzburg away and stuff like that, you really want to be looking at Sociedad players. And I think you could even have them for the Benfica double. There would be a lot more juicy if the 
three and four were against Salzburg opposed to Benfica. But the Italian one needs to be good. Really, really good. Uh, four and five. Maybe even six. Because they've got Benfica at home, Salzburg at home, and then I think it's, uh, Inter Milan will be qualified and probably rotating slash not bothered by that point. I think they'll be top of the group and done. Let's hope so. So that's probably where we're going to go for Sociedad. What do you think the score is going to be for Inter Milan versus Sociedad? I always end up talking myself into a corner, don't I? Like I'm like, oh no, Real Sociedad, uh, they'll do well. 7-0 in Milan. Low scoring. Let's go nil-nil. I think... Because I'm going to end up picking Lotaro and Inter are not going to score. Please do. Please, actually, please pick him because I'm not going to have him. I think it's going to be 1 or 2 nil in there. Boring. Boring football from Inter. 1 or 2 nil. Close shop. Job done. Yeah. See yeah. That's Two-ram goal, hopefully. Especially when you look at Inter last year, like with Benfica, because obviously they played them twice and did the win 1-0 and 2-0 or something like that. It was like just, it was just outrageously professional. Boring game. Lukaku scored in one of the games for them 1-0. Maybe I'm wrong about one of the games, but Michelle Lukaku scored to me. Make a one 0 on one of the games. Um, Inter two nil, two nil, and then the other match was three three three. Okay, so I was definitely wrong about the second, but yeah, the first game was just an awful game of football. So I think Inter will do that sort of thing to to Benfica, uh, to sorry to Sociedad. I think they'll do that sort of thing to Benfica as well. Yeah. But specifically to Sociedad. We'll go on to the next game. Benfica versus Salzburg. Should we start with Salzburg? Fed, just keep it fresh. Yeah. So with Salzburg, great start of the season. Won every game. 3-0, 2-0, Try and fly through the players. So I'm not boring you all to death. Schlag as the goalkeeper. Uh, or Schalger even. Uh, Derich is the right back. They rotate centre backs between Soyer, Baidu, Pavlovich. Um, however, Pavlovich has played every single game at left side of centre back. Again, massive rotation at left back. I'm not even going to bother telling you. Dwarth's the holding midfielder. Bidstrup plays as a central midfielder. They then rotate again, but. Kiergaard seems to be playing every game. It's just whether he's playing at left back or centre mid. So you'll still get minutes out of him. And then moving forward, uh, Gluck has been the central attacking midfielder for the last three games, Forsen for the two before that. Simic has been their striker, and as has Kanate. Now, of these players, let's just be brutally honest. Kanate has been fine. He's got through four goals in his last five games beyond that you aren't really getting anyone that is like jumping out with loads of goals loads of assists any kind of consistency either in performance or being selected if they're being selected a lot they don't have consistency in performance if they are 
being if they if they do have consistent performances, then it's because they're not being selected. As much as they're playing like sort of two or three of the games, Canati is five and a half million. He's the only one in good faith I'd probably recommend you get. We do like Salzburg. They've been a team that were followed quite a lot. We've always came up with recommendations for them. Um, particularly Soyer has historically been good, but he's well overpriced in this game. He used to be like four, then four and a half. And now I think he's in the fives. Shad starts with a five. Uh, the don't have any of the previous legends. They seem to have sold them all to the other Red Bull team up in Germany. I, I just worry for them in a way to Benfica first game. That's horrible. So just don't go for it. Uh, that would be my honest advice. I don't know if you've got any other golden nuggets that you want to... No? I will present you on them. Uh, uh, yeah, unfortunately. I think this is an awful group for them. This is like a low-key group of death. They they always seem to land in that kind of group. Yeah, they do. The, I always think they seem to land in a very evenly distributed group. It's always... We never know who's going to go through from Salzburg's groups. And this on this occasion, it's kind of the same. I just think they're now officially the fourth worst team. Like, there's not even players like Ariemi anymore who were there a couple of years ago, or Huang. Obviously, Haaland was there. Sobersly's been there. There's just not really any of that. Yeah. Benfica. Have you managed to catch much Benfica? Uh, I think the biggest thing that strikes me with Benfica is. Well, last season, we all jumped on them because the players were so cheap. I think the game has known that now, and the, everything, every person has got a price bump. Like, Otamendi, 5 million, 7% owned. Antonio Silva, 5 million defender, 6% owned. But then you have Di Maria, 8 million forward. Jao Mario, 8 million midfielder. Rafa Silva, 8... 0.5 million forward. It prices a few of them out. Yeah. It's a shame, really, because you kind of want to go for some of these at times. I I suppose they don't really have a great group other than the Salzburg games, which is obviously the first game. But it's on a Wednesday. So you've got first game on a Wednesday, and yeah, Salzburg at home is a, is a good fixture for them. After that, you're kind of not really interested with Inter Milan away, double up against Sociedad, then Inter Milan again. You kind of, for me, just stay clear. Yeah. A bit of housekeeping, Vlacadimus has been sold. Therefore, uh, Suarez has been playing in goal, formerly in goalkeeper. I think he's a trap because they bought Trubin from Shakhtar, I believe. So he's likely going to be starting. I think he's a 5 million goalkeeper. Bars, right back. He's had a bump up in price from four and a half to five million. He was fantastic last season. He has not played that well this season. He's not as attacking. So he'd have to be wait and see, but wait and see till when? Match day six against Salzburg. Give us a break. Silva and Otamendi, both very good players. Very good at ball recovery. Silva with a couple of assists last year, I think he got in the group stages. Uh, Arne is the left back. He's a midfielder on the game, so stay clear of him, although he has got a golden assist in his last three. The player with the double pivot, Neves and Koku, have been the two that have been playing. So anyone that's looking at uh, Fiorentino, who 
I think it was four and a half million last year as well. I probably wouldn't go for him. He's played once this season and he was very bad uh, in a 3-2 win. I think you'd probably be looking at Koku out of the two because he's at least got a goal and might get ball recoveries. And that's the thing with these players. You could go Nevers or Koku because they might actually get ball recoveries. Into the forward lines, which is where the game has just basically ruined it for us. So Gonzalo Ramos is gone. That means they are rotating between Cabral and Musa up front. Neither of them are laying claim to that position. Musa got sent off in the first game, which is why Cabral came in. Uh, I don't think any of them have scored when they've started. Musa has got one goal this season off the bench. However, you then have Rafa Silva, who plays as the number 10, Angel Di Maria, who plays on the right wing. They are both classified as forwards. Rafa Silva was a forward last year. That is a joke because he's just absolutely not a forward. If he's a forward, then I'd, like Phil Foden should be a forward and Bellingham should be a forward. But Rafa Silva has been playing really well. Three goals, two assists in these four games. As as is uh, Angel Di Maria with two goals, an assist and a penalty goal. So not only does that mean Di Maria is on pens, 8 million. It means that Joao Mario, the UCL god himself, is not on penalties anymore. And he's had a price bump for the, for the privilege of it. 8 million he is now. He's done next to nothing this season. He's he's played well. He's actually played quite well on the left wing. He's won a penalty, but he's not. He didn't take it, and he's not getting any attacking returns for eight million. He's became from headache to hard no. Do not have him. Musa is six million if you did want to go super budget, but I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't. And David Neres often comes off the bench and scores in the Champions League. He's come off the bench in the league and got a couple of goals as well already this season. That's how Benfica are going to sort of line up and play. I think these are all bad picks because of the fixtures. Rafa Silva and Angel Di Maria could have been great picks as midfielders. Like, serious headache potential because they are two fantastic players that do get attacking returns. But I just cannot justify paying 8 million for Di Maria. I don't know how much Rafa Silva is. I think he's in the nines somewhere. 8.5. 8.5 million. With the plethora of forward options that we've got, like premium forwards, outside of match day one when they're at home to Salzburg, because every game after that isn't very easy. Yeah, I think Benfica, obviously at home, are a lot stronger. But I don't think, I mean, the percentages show that the odd team will have them as a, a bit of a punt, a little bit of excitement, different from the norm. But, yeah. Yeah. What's the score going to be for the first game, Benfica-Salzburg? Salzburg always score. Okay. 3-2 um, Benfica. I think it'll be 3-1 Benfica. A comfortable 3-1. We didn't do it on the previous podcast. Uh, because I forgot. But what are the positions for this group going to be? Uh, I I do have in a top, um, but Real Sociedad, then Benfica, then Salzburg. I'm going to go 
in the top. Benfica second, just to disagree with you. Real Sociedad three, uh, third, and then yeah, Salzburg last. I also think this could be one of those where like Benfica away at Sociedad could draw, but I think Benfica at home to Sociedad win, and then all the other results will be the same. That's kind of that sort of vibe. So it'll just be like a sort of a couple of points swing just because of that that one game. Could be wrong. I'd like to see Real Sociedad go through. I just think they're a really entertaining team. That's it, Aaron, isn't it? We've, have... we've done it. We've done it? After... Another year. How many? A lot of hours. Eight hours or <laughs> something like that. Uh, if you've been along for this journey as much as we have, watch them all. Thank you so much. Even if you just watch 10 minutes of one of them, thank you so much. We really, really do appreciate it. Um, in terms of moving forward from now on, uh, I'll be in Milan for the for the start of the Champions League, so I'll not be doing anything personally. I don't think you are either. Um, if you follow fantasy football community, my team reveals normally on there, Lewis at FPL Reaction. Give him a follow if you play in this game because he's a joke at the game. Um, so we'll be doing some live reactions then. I'll be jumping on the UCL fantasy podcast on Spotify with Ed and Lewis. We're recording that tomorrow, recording two episodes. So they'll be out probably, I imagine, on Friday and Saturday or something like that. So feel free to give those a listen as well. We'll be back once I'm back with some kind of review. Now, we historically live-streamed the reviews on a Wednesday. I, I'm probably not going to be bothered because I get back on Wednesday. We'll just kind of see. So we'll just see how that one goes. Obviously, in a couple of weeks, we'll be back either way with a match day preview for two. In terms of chip strategy, do you know what you're doing yet? No. Uh, I'm doing limitless. I'm sorry. In, I'm, uh, yeah, no. I'm doing limitless in two, and I've got no idea when I'm wildcarding. I'm, I'm tempted to wildcard. So what I'm leaning towards at the moment, totally maverick. This isn't you. Um, wildcard match day four. Okay. Limitless later in the tournament. But mind you, you're not watching this channel for my tips. <laughs> speechless. Absolutely speechless. I want to get my limitless out of the way. I hate that chip. It never says I've tried using it early. I've tried... actually I've never really used it that early. I've always used it middle or late, and it just goes wrong. Uh so I'm gonna who knows. It's probably not the best time for me to go Maverick when I'm having to write like expert like yes exactly articles. Aaron also does the expert articles and um yeah don't listen to don't listen to that guy. At do, all. do the opposite. Yeah, whatever Aaron does. That's why that's that's your Lataro. benefit here. Like yeah. Whatever Aaron does, do the opposite and you will be absolutely fine in this game. Uh please don't forget to subscribe to our channel. We are the main event. I think you do have to search for main event Champions League, otherwise you'll get some uh, like indie wrestling film set in Mexico, like child wrestling movie. So type in Champions League at the end of it. Is that not just my last live stream? <laughs> You're a lot more tanned in that film. I'll say that. Uh, if you can also subscribe, follow Gallagher Shots as well on Twitter and on YouTube if you're not already. We will see you in the future. And just thanks again, everyone, for listening to us ramble on for hours and hours like crazy madmen. 
Bye now.